AD. Yo. Damn, Gina. I mean, I wanted to see CJ play. I didn't want it like this, though, man. I didn't want it like this. That's your fault. You called for it. Oh, man. I can't wear that, man. I can't, I can't have that kind of blood on my hands, man. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. The Nick Mullins injury, we're going to dive into that. Uh, Radio Raheem also going to be out for the rest of the season. We'll talk about that. A big game coming up between the Niners and the Cardinals. Uh, big game for the Cardinals, obviously, because they're trying to you know keep their playoff hopes alive. This one going to be down in Arizona. Also, this is going to be a Saturday game. I, I, I um, E me, I, earlier in the week, uh, I, I mentioned this is going to be a Sunday game. I'm all messed up. This is going to be a Saturday game, and you can only watch it on Amazon Prime. So how about that? Uh, so we'll talk about that as well. ED, we'll get your keys. And then I got a three-pack of Real Thing or Not for you as well. Um, some of it involves, of course, the quarterback room. Um, okay. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're going deep, like deep, 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 deep. Okay. Uh, inside, inside that quarterback room, but but your answer may may not may not be that deep. In all honesty, um, before we get into it though, let's remind everybody that this podcast is presented by Bet Online. Of course, the NBA and college basketball are back. Opening night uh, for the Lakers uh, happened earlier this week. They got their rings. Um, you saw KD back on the hardwood doing his thing against his former team. So. Uh, hoop is back, y'all. And in college basketball, they're still in the swing of things as well. The, the NFL and college football playoffs are right around the corner. With all these sports going on, there are plenty of bets to look to lock in. So if you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat as NBA champs or someone to upset Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, you need to go to betonline.ag. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always... Always, always, the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag to, and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you listen to uh, your podcast. If there's a like button on your particular subscription service, go ahead and hit that like button. And feel free to get involved in the conversation uh, we are located, I'm at our Haylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I am at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore Bump and Run. Nick Mullins done for the season, ED. He left that game on Sunday uh, with an elbow injury. And this is the part that blew my mind. Reports out there saying he may require Tommy John surgery. And obviously you hear that a lot in baseball, right? I mean, pitchers from here all the way to Amsterdam have had Tommy John surgery. Uh, but in football, you don't quite hear that uh, really ever. Um, Big Ben had to come out on the record earlier this season and say he, in fact, did not undergo Tommy John surgery uh, last season. Um, there was a doctor, Dr. John Mishock who did a study from 1994 to 2008, and he was kind of comparing and contrasting, you know, the elbow injuries with the NFL to uh, Major League Baseball. And in, during that time, just one quarterback required Tommy John surgery, just one. 
So this isn't something you see in in football uh, at all, really. Um, yeah. Jake Delhomme is a player. Uh, you you got to go back. I, I believe that was the 2007 season, perhaps. But you got to go back uh, to Jake Delhomme um, and his his Tommy John surgery. Uh, significantly, I mean, this is this is more than just you know Nick Mullins the quarterback. I mean, you're talking about like a career type of thing here, um, because we just don't know if he can bounce back from this. Uh, well, you know what? This is the thing about it. As, as far as him continuing to play, see, I feel comfortable that he can bounce back simply because you've had so many pitchers that have had it, and that's the thing that people don't realize. Throwing a football, the motion, the arm motion is very similar um, to that. It's just like it's like the same thing. Serving in tennis, um, throwing a football, throwing a baseball, serving in tennis is all pretty much the same elbow action. Um, so when you look at these guys in other sports. Uh, that have had it yes it's not it's not um as frequent in football um you know that injury occurring but because it does happen so often in a sport like baseball and you see guys come back and play extremely well i mean all-star caliber afterwards i don't think his career would be over because of the injury i I mean you you remember once upon a time man people used to feel that way about about an acl yeah, and now guys get ACLs and and hell they're back they're coming back faster and stronger. Yeah, remember AD so did I, it in the same season, right? And had that. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So I'm just looking at it right now, thinking that um, yeah, it, it's unfortunate whenever someone gets injured because, like, like I said, this is an injury. This isn't like go out let's play hurt. You're injured. Um, you know, your your the functionality of your arm isn't there, and that's kind of important for a quarterback. Other positions you could probably play but not at quarterback uh, when it's on your throwing arm. Um, but, um, okay, so I don't think his career is over. Uh, I already thought his career as a 49ers backup was over, but I think he'll still be able to play, and hopefully he'll he'll heal and mend and still be able to go on and, and uh, perform some somewhere, somewhere else. Does this change things for the Niners now? in terms of their relationship with Nick Mullins? Like, do you think he still is out the door, or do you think they allow him to stay with the team as he can, you know, go through the whole rehab process and all that? Well, that's going to be interesting because part of it is, like you say, he got hurt on your watch, so you have to take care of him. The the Niners aren't the type of club that's just going to say, all right, no, you know, deuces. They're not going to hit him with the peace sign. So now the question is – how do you want to play this out? If, if you don't see him in your plans, yeah, you come up with some type of settlement. If he's willing to agree to it, you come up with some type of payout, some type of settlement, and you move on if he's not in your plans. Uh, but I think you should be straightforward with him and let him know. Uh, if, there is an, if there is a chance, if, if there is a chance that you say we're going to keep this guy around, then, then there, we'll, we'll all know because they're going to keep him around. They're going to rehab him. They're going to um, – uh, just, just like they would, they do with every other player. I mean, you saw them do that with um, with Jet. We saw them do that with hell with Sherm. We saw them do that with um, with um, Jason Verrett. So that's that's just that's how I how I look at it. But it's it's just a question. We could find out sooner than later how they truly feel about him going into next year because if they don't see him um, as a part of next year's club. And that, that's what you do. You're just gonna you're gonna find some type of settlement and move on. Yeah. So 
Jake DeLome came back and he had a terrific year at coming off of the surgery, but you're talking about a small sample size here, right? Like there's not yeah. like nowadays it's it's like there's even petitions, like some people have even thrown it out there like that like all pitchers, you know, their first year in the minors should just undergo the Tommy John surgery just, just so they can have it and get it over with. Um yeah. like, people, like people have actually had these conversations, right? Now in football it's a totally different deal because this is an injury that we just don't see and and although I agree with you in a sense that you know, the motion uh, with throwing, you know, whether it be a baseball or football or similar, I do think baseball lends itself to there being more stress in that particular oh, of region of the elbow, which has led, obviously, to more of those types of injuries. Yes. Um, and, yes. and so that that's the that's the concern for me. Now, look, I mean, we, we've all know, you know, I've been critical of Nick Mullins here on this pod, but by no means would, you know, I wish, you know, injury on the guy. I mean, you're talking about somebody's well, you know, this is this is their livelihood, right? This is his this is this is his, his job, his career. This is, you know, this is a dream of his that's come to realization. So by no means would I would I ever want to wish something like that. Uh, upon not just Nick Mullins but any player, right? I, yeah, that's just course, not. John. That's just not yeah, how. Yeah, that's just yeah, not yeah, how yeah. I roll. Um, you know what, man? That that doesn't even need to be said. You don't even have to. You don't have to talk about that. Yeah, that's I just I just want to I just want to throw it out because there there are some people out there who are celebrating this, and and yeah, I think no, that no, and I think no. that that is completely uncalled for. You know. Uh, well, um, you, you know my you know my thoughts on that. Like I say, we we discuss the ball. Yeah. We ne- never never the person. Never I, you know. Not, in no way, in no way do you ever make this personal and or anything about this. This is about doing the job. And then now an injury, that becomes personal. So now, of course, you want to see a guy get healthy. You want to see him healed. You want to see him do well. You want to see him have success in his career. I mean, yeah, so, I mean, any, anybody who's out there just hating like that, uh, that's that's just we, – we don't, we don't have room for that on the bus. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no room we, for we all that. We can give somebody else their seat. That's Yeah, 100. 100. So, uh, we obviously, we wish Nick a speedy recovery and, and a surgery and, and all those things. Now, we don't know that this is for sure that he will have to undergo Tommy John surgery. Um, there have just been reports out there. Um, I have not seen this yet confirmed uh, from the Niners, um, but I think the possibility is there. So, uh, you know, we just hope that, that – hope and pray that, you know, all goes well with him and, and his recovery. And hopefully it's not as severe as, as some people – uh, may think I know they're waiting for the swelling to go down so they can get some clear images um, from an M- MRI perspective. Uh, that opens the door for CJ Beathard, right? So CJ Beathard comes in; he's now going to be your starter the rest of the way. It it appears uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's window to practice is now open, but it doesn't appear likely that he will return to the field uh, at any point this season. And the Niners have signed Josh Rosen off the Buccaneers practice squad to bring him into the quarterback room. Uh, for the remainder of the season, as far as CJ goes, this is this is his time, right? Like, like what what can CJ show over this next week or two um, that may you know change some minds in that building? Um, that he's efficient at doing his job. Uh, you've heard you've heard me say this before, and I think it's it's just a simple fact of playing the game. I was having this conversation about basketball. Um, with with my son earlier, but it, it's just professional sports in general. Um, to be on a professional roster, to have a career in a, on a professional roster, you have to be efficient at everything that your job requires you to do. Okay, 
you 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 have to have all of the skill sets that your job asks you to do. Number one, you have to be efficient at those things. Now, so that's what I expect to see from CJ. I expect to see I expect to see someone who can efficiently run the offense, do the things that are necessary to give his team an opportunity to win. That's what you have to have. Now, to to last and have a lasting career, um, to be uh, to to be a guy that's going to be in, be there year in and year out. You got to be great at something. Got to be great at something. And then the more things that you are great at, um, then it goes up to the the All Pros and the Pro Bowls and the All Star Games and the Hall of Fames and all all of those type things. But you got to be you have to be efficient. So I expect to see CJ be able to do the job efficiently and um, to be able to be around. Now, so back to Nick. So what has happened with Nick, I've saw enough of Nick to realize that he's not great at anything. But there's no reason. He's, he's not a starter. He's not, he's not a guy that can, that can be there and, and sustain the position and help you win consistently. Because right now, what I, what I see from him, there's nothing, there's nothing that he does that's great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and some things, and some things you question whether or not he's efficient. So that's so that's 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 the easy evaluation of a player right there. You pick the position. There are certain things that you have to be able to do. If you're not efficient at it, you can't play. You, you, you're taking up a roster spot. And if and and then once you get that roster spot, you got to be great at something. You, you know, it's, it's just like playing basketball, man. If if you can't score, you better damn sure be able to play defense. Got to stop rebound. somebody. Yeah, you better stop yeah, somebody. You better be. You better be able to be, be able to rebound and and defend. If you're a, if you're a crappy defender, you better bring me buckets. You got you got to be great at something. If you are deficient at other things, you got to be great at something. That that's the only way you can have a career. Now, and like you say, the more you put together, the more things that you can do well, the better player you're going to be. And the better, the you know, the more accolades you're going to have. But that, but that's it. So CJ, I'm expecting to see him come in and be able to be efficient at his job, do his job, um, and be able, and and that means making some plays, not just keep the teams even. I don't need you out there just because we have to snap the ball with eleven. You have to be able to make plays from the quarterback position. And if you think about the times that the 49ers have been good. You think about the history of this team, you always had a guy making plays at the quarterback position on the offense. You, 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 can't, you can't get by with the guy unless you have not a good defense. You have to have a historically good defense to, to be able to make up for uh, deficiencies at the quarterback position. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Make sure you continue to subscribe, rate, and review. Relocated wherever you listen to podcasts. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, we're going to get into some real thing or not in just a sec, but we're trying to kind of button up uh, this on, on CJ. Look, this is a chance for him. We, we, we've seen him, and, yeah. and I know some people have been talking about, oh, man, he's been great, this, that, and the other. The time, the, the times we've seen him this season, it's been clear, you know, hurry up type situations where uh-huh. the game is pretty much out of hand, and so there isn't really much um, 
much much restraint on, on on the part of the defense. So now there's an opportunity for him, you know, with you know, with the full game, you know, first quarter, like you, you get to see it all. This just isn't, this isn't just an opportunity where you come in where it's a quarterback friendly opportunity, I guess I should say. This is an opportunity where, you know, now it's a full game and and let's see what you got. And look, it, th there's no secret, you know, Nick Mullins is is, is Kyle's guy, right? You know, C J C J is is not, you know. So now, you know, there, there's no. There's no there's no choice but to put him on the field now in this, yeah. in this, in this chance and, and now CJ has an opportunity to show for himself what he can or cannot do uh, with this position that 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 he's been given. Hey, yeah, you know what? Let me say this now that when you say he's not um, Kyle's guy, uh, you know how you become Kyle's guy. You know how you become the locker room's guy. Um, you know how you how you fit in with players. People always talk about that, making plays. Yeah, making plays. See, the one thing that I always knew, the one thing that I always knew that the coach had no control over. So whether I liked my coaches, and there were times I did not like my coaches. Yeah, I've already told you, I fought coaches. I, I didn't. So it didn't matter if I liked them or disliked them. I knew that there were some things that I couldn't control, and I knew that there were things they couldn't control. I couldn't control a coach liking me. I couldn't control him um, starting me benching me, cutting me. I couldn't control any of those things. You know what he couldn't control? How I played how play. when I crossed the line. Yeah. So no matter how you felt about me, I got to put on film what I wanted to put on film. I got to decide what I was doing when I was on the field. Now, you can take me off the field if you don't like what I'm doing. But as long as you leave me out there, I, I realize that this is about me. And this is about me getting the job done. And as long as I get the job done, I know that uh, there's nothing you can do. And that's how you become someone's guy. That's how George, George Seifert and I went through that, where I was not his guy. I was not the guy he wanted to draft. But but Bill and, and Tony Rosano and Alan Webb and McVay, all the guys that were in charge of the draft at that time, they did. But I wasn't his guy because I didn't fit the mold. I wasn't tall enough. I just wasn't I, I didn't go to a big school. I wasn't his guy. Um, but I realized something by it was year three that I realized something that George and I, after we had a had a whole MF session at practice one day, just MF and the crap out of one another. Um, I realized I actually stopped and listened to what he was saying. And he was upset with me for practicing, doing something exactly the way he wanted me to do it. I was doing it exactly the way he, he put it in, exactly the way he coached it, exactly how he asked us to do it that day previously in the meetings. The coaches told us this is what they want us to do in this particular defense. I was doing it exactly the way he wanted to, and it turned into this big MF session. Why? Because I wasn't doing it the way I do it in the game. I was doing what he asked me to do, but that's not the way I play within that defense when I'm in the game. So his whole thing was, why the hell are you wasting everyone's time listening to me when you're going to do it a different way and your way works? Do it your damn way. Get better at your way. Get efficient at your way. Be the best at your way because at the end of the day, your success helps us all. That's what, that's what, so with back to CJ. Now you get here, you have an opportunity to play and truly solidify remember i told you the evaluation for next year is already started yes. you're out of the playoffs. 
So this is training camp. Everything from this point on, guys, fans, understand, this is training camp. So he have, he has a chance to solidify um, a position, to put himself in a great position going into camp because they can start looking at this guy saying, wait a minute, we know, worst-case scenario, that he can be a backup for us. Worst-case scenario. Now, we may, we may not think that this guy has the special stuff that I was talking about before, be great at this or whatever, but we know he's efficient enough to run this offense, get us through some games, give us opportunities by the way he plays and the way he handles himself and carries himself in that starting role when called upon. So that's what CJ has an opportunity to do. You can, you can completely clear the, the slate um, with the coach on things that you haven't done in the past if you take advantage of these next couple of games and perform well. Time now for Real Thing or Not, presented by Athlete Brandguard. Real Thing or Not, that's when I pose three statements to ED. He will tell me whether it's a real thing or not, and I, of course, will give my rebuttal. This is Real Thing or Not, presented by Athlete Brandguard, ED. Athletes, parents, coaches, I know you guys got to be out there looking for something that's going to give your team an absolute advantage and competition. That's all we talk about right here. How can you compete? How can you be the best? Uh, athlete brand guard was created to do just that. Uh, this is something that explains to athletes, the parents, the coaches, um, administrators, exactly what it is like and the opportunities that are out in front of you, the pitfalls that are out in front of you as a young athlete, male or female. There are things that are happening in this world now that can get you in trouble, and you have to know how to deal with those things. Some of them are crazy and simple. Like when you're the starting quarterback for Washington, don't go to the strip club without your face mask. <laughs> there are just things that you got to know to do. But then when you do decide to make these decisions, because Athlete Brandguard is all about critical thinking and how do you fix these things and, and how do you keep yourself from avoiding those self-inflicted wounds? But when they happen, how do you rehab and move forward? So um, <laughs> there are new rules out there. Uh, parents, coaches, understand, athletes understand there are new rules coming. I mean, you can profit off of your likeness and your name, your image. So Athlete Brand Guard, again, it is, it is the definitive prep for athletes to understand how to have success on and off the field. It's taught as direct seminars when the world um, opened back, back up to players, coaches, counselors, teams, athletes. Um, and, and it's also... Uh, presented in a more comprehensive form online. There are courses that you can take at athletebrandguard.com. That's athletebrandguard.com. Check it out, people, and wear your mask, especially at the strip club. <laughs> this idiot. You can't make this stuff up, man. You can't make, you it, can't up. make it up. You can't make it up. <laughs> This is Real Thing or Not, presented by Athlete Brand Guard. Here we go, ED. Number one, you can be a fan and be realistic. Real Thing or Not? No, of course. Of course you can be a fan, and um, I, I'm a fan. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the Niners. I like to think that I'm just a, I'm a pretty well-informed fan. I understand the game. I understand things about it. So I'm, I don't sit here thinking I'm the only one that can – um, bleed the colors and still understand the game. Yeah, so I think yes, real thing. 
Uh, yeah, I, I say it's a real thing, <laughs> but I'll put a disclaimer on that. <laughs> I think it's limited uh, to, a, to, a, to a select few. Um, I, I think you fit that category, ED. I, there, there's it's, this... it's a, hey, now, let, me, let me say this. It's a skill. <laughs> it, it is. It's a skill. In, 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 in some cases, it's a learned skill. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. I, I, I just this has been this has been mind boggling to me over the course of the last couple of weeks where there's just been this internal squabble amongst the faithful and I just think the expectations have not been realistic because I mean if you're part of being a fan a fan is short for fanatic, right? And so, you know, you're gonna see things out of, you know, whatever color lenses you know your your favorite team is but you know there are a, a few select few that you know while seeing through those lenses are still able to decipher you know what's real and what's not um but but i've just seen these squabbles internally about um these ex- and and a lot of them have put such high expectations on what we're currently seeing right now from this Niners team and not necessarily the ability to separate this Niners team from the Niners team, which has been missing for a vast majority of the season because, you know, they've, they've got, they lead the league in injuries, um, you know, uh, to, well, to put it, to put you know it what? short. I, but, uh, oh, you, you know, we'll circle back with that. Let's circle back. Yeah, let's, right. let's, we'll finish. We'll finish. All right, real thing or not, presented by Athlete Brand Guard. Number two, Josh Rosen is a good fit for this offense, real thing or not. I, I'm i not a big Josh Rosen fan. I wasn't a big fan. I, I know you are. I know he. you were – I wasn't a big fan of his when he was at UCLA. I didn't think he was going to be the guy coming out. Um and um, that's the way it's looked to me so far. So he's a body. They need a body at the quarterback position, and I think that's what they got. Um, no knock on him. I just don't think he has the skill set to be um, a, a high-level quarterback in this league. So not. I, <laughs> I'll go. I'll go real thing. I think I think he can be a good fit for this offense. Um, whether will he'll get to show it or not, or they'll see anything from him or not, um, that part I don't know. But if if you were to poll me and you were to, you were to, you were to take me back a few years and say, you know, who who's going to have more NFL success, Josh Rosen or Sam Darnold? I probably would have took Josh Rosen, you know, hands down. Um, and not that Sam's had a ton of success, but he, he's definitely had more opportunities. Yeah, uh, I, I went. I went. Sam Donald. Donald would ask that one. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would have gone Rosen a, a, a thousand percent on that one. But I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Like you said, this is training camp, right? So what? What can he see? How quickly? How quickly can he grasp thing? Grasp things. Um, one of the biggest knocks on Josh Rosen is like he's he's one of those guys who's like too smart for his own good, right? Um, so you know, I don't know. Maybe you know, maybe working in Tampa, maybe a little more humility. You know, maybe some can, things may turn around. You know what? Can I? Can I? I've heard that so much. I've heard that so much, and they're like, "This guy is too smart for his own good." That makes no sense to me whatsoever. I mean, the dude is like border, like borderline a genius. Okay. All right. All right. And that makes no. sense. So you're borderline a genius. So which means that you should have enough sense to understand how to not put yourself in a bad position with the organization, with your teammates, with your coaches, with the media. It should be easy. It should be really easy. The guys that the guys that to me that should have the hardest time are the non-thinkers, the less than. Why? I mean, if you, if you well, I think I think it's because because like to counter that what you just said, right? I think it's because he's thinking too much. So he's asking 
so many questions. Like I think it goes back to the whole Elite Eleven thing with with Trent Dilfer when Dilfer just blasted him because you know he was telling Josh to do it a certain way, and Josh was like, "Look, kind of like what you were saying about Seifer, like like my like, you know, like he, like he was so confident in his way working." Um, that, you know, they kind of had a fight and, and, and Dilfer just, you know, trashed him and, and just ruined his reputation. Um, I think. Well, but but now can I go back to this as well on that one? And then I know we'll move on. I'm trying not to keep us here forever. But also, so that right there, my way will work. Well, guess what? His way wasn't working. That's why Dilfer was on him. It, it, because your way's not working. You're, you're, you're confident that you're, and that's why I'm saying again, it doesn't take a lot of smarts to realize that, um, I, if I'm going to do it my way, I have to be successful at it. And if I'm not successful, I got to kind of listen to this well, guy. Yeah, I think once he got to the NFL, yes. But, I mean, at, at that point, I think Dilford was just like, look, you're going to learn it this way. And Josh is like, oh, I read it this way. And Josh was actually right, you know, in, in a sense. Like he like he had backers there supporting him that he was right. I think Dilford was just mad because he got owned by an 18-year-old. Well, that could be true. <laughs> if we're being, and, and, and on if top of that, that is, you know, and on top of that, that is Trent Dilfer. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I think that. I mean, but I, I, know, but I think, I, I, but I think you're, I think you're correct. Delicious. I think you're. He used to look delicious when we played. Yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> goodness gracious. But I, I, but I think you're correct today. Whereas, like, whatever has been happening just hasn't been working. Um, you know, for him. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. Ho- hopefully, he lands somewhere. Um, because I, I, I do think he has a lot of talent. A real thing or not? Presented by Athlete Brandgard. Final one for you. Uh, assuming talent, talent is not what keeps you in the NFL, but keep going. Very true. Um, assuming the the running back room as it is, you know, it, everybody's returning, but there's one odd man out. Um, so assuming you got Wilson back, you got Radio back, you got. Uh, Coleman, uh, you got Jet. All these guys are coming back, right? But there's one odd man out. Tevin Coleman is the odd man out entering 2021 in the running back room. Real thing or not? If there's only one that, if everyone's coming back except for one, except for uh, one, not, not, not. So you think he is coming back? No, no, no. You say real thing or real not, thing yeah. or not? If, Tevin Coleman if, is the odd man out entering 2021. If if the same guys are coming back, minus one, um, not. Coleman would come back. Coleman would come back. Yes. Who do you nah. think would be the odd man out? Jet. I think Jet would be the odd man out. Nice. Uh, I'm gonna go real thing here. Uh, I think Tevin would be the odd man out. Um, just, I mean, I know it's been injury. I think everybody's been injured, right? But I don't know. I, I just feel like they've been more inclined to give Jet chances for whatever reason. Um, they have no ca- choice. Kind of like the 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 Nick thing, right? Like, yeah, I mean, kind of kind of no choice as well, but. At the same time, like I, I just when Tevin's in there, I'm just not sure we see the production. To be perfectly and, honest, and and you and you do when Jet's in there. Well, with Jet, no, I, which is which is mind boggling to me. Um, why that, why, why he why, why he got why he got why he's gotten as many chances as as he's had. I mean, I mean honestly, like he's probably been the healthiest one of them all. But at the same time, like when there have been other healthy bodies, like Jets, I feel like has gotten incredibly more chances than than perhaps. Uh, Tevin, but that's well, you just, just, just kind of how, how I view you it. You answered your own question. You answered your own question. He's get, he got the most chances because he's been the healthiest. And when you're the healthiest, that means that you are the guy that they're game planning around. You're the guy that's getting the practice reps. You're you know, all of those type things. Um, because just because the guy suits up, and remember this, you've had a lot of injuries at that position. We all know. Just because the guy suits up on Sunday doesn't mean that he was available during the week. During the week, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, this has been Real Thing or Not presented by Athlete Brand Guard. Real Thing or Not, go ahead and visit athletebrandguard.com. Um, would you, you wanted to say something about the fan and realistic expectations versus non-realistic oh, oh. expectations? Yeah, well, I well see, you say it's unrealistic. Um, I think that you can be a fan uh, going into this year with the high expectations because, I mean, it was a hell of a roster. Then people get hurt, and you're expecting backups to come in and play because you have been told that this is the deepest roster, one of the deepest rosters in the league, right? Yes, Top of the yes, one of the best, yes. One of the deepest rosters. Um, so you're expecting still um, competitive play, opportunities to win, because your backups are supposed to be able uh, to, to, to sustain. Yes. That, that's, that's the expectation. And you've seen that before with Niners teams in the past. You've seen it. So I saw it last season too. There there was a little bit of an injury bug, but not obviously yes. not to this extent. So yeah, yeah. Yes. But you saw guys come in so so you've seen it and so you expect it. So I don't think it's unrealistic to think that you should have um a more competitive team. That you should be in games. Because there are games we've watched this year where you know they reached a point where like there's no hope. There's 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 no chance. Like like we're we're sitting here rooting for our team because they're our team. But but they ain't winning this game. You can look at it and tell. Um, and that right there shouldn't be happening. So I don't think it's yeah. But for a lot of people, it's like when do you get to that point though, right? Because I mean, for for some people, like I don't know that they've that they've gotten. I don't know that they've gotten to that point. Well, I don't know. Well, but you know what? But this is the thing. I don't know if you ever get to that point. So I'm I'm with you. Being a player on a bad team, I never got to that point. And I said on our last pod, I, I was very, very happy to see Fred Warner do what he did and just say, this isn't good enough. Like, yes, I understand. And he put it perfectly. And so this is why I go back to the fans. Like, maybe they're – I don't – I don't I, – I'm still with some of them in that case when you're like, wait a minute, this guy, he just said it. I know that there have been injuries. You got a captain saying, I know that there have been injuries. I understand – that we don't have the same guys and this year had been what we expected to do, but the players on this team are better than this and you have to perform better than this and you need to consistently show what's going on. And we've seen those things. We know E-Man is capable of making some of the plays that he didn't make. We know that Spoon is capable of making some of those plays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, yeah. And we can go Sherm. We can, we can go across the board. We've seen, we've seen 6-9 play better than he's played. So all, all of these things, it's, it's about, it's like, dude, you drop them, fix it, play better. And for a fan to say, I'm kind of expecting that as well, I don't think it's crazy. I, I really don't. So I, I don't think you have to reach a point where you're just like, okay, um, I just have to accept the fact that these guys aren't going to compete. Now me, I, you know, differently, like I said, I look at it and I've said it a long time ago. I didn't care. You know, you know, I said this. I don't care about the playoffs. I don't care because because I knew the team wasn't good enough. When you after you hit a certain amount of injuries, I'm like, this team's not good enough to win a championship. You're not going to win a Super Bowl. So I've been looking at it differently. Um, but I understand a fan feeling that way. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I think we're similar in a sense where it's like, all right, look, it's 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 about the Super Bowl, right? It's not necessarily about just making the playoffs um and 
And I mean, you, and you seen, I mean, you seen some teams just kind of get hot and they make a play, they make a run, and, and this, that, and the other. But I mean, realistically, you know, with, with with this team, I think it became. I mean, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman tried to sell us on it, you know, once the whole COVID thing happened against the Packers on a Thursday night, where they had a, a just a depleted roster, right? And 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 heck, I was even drinking the Kool Aid there for a little bit, you know, maybe may maybe they can do the unthinkable, right? Because that defensive line being able to get after Rodgers the way that they had been in the past. Um, but that just didn't happen. And then, you know, it, it like every week it seems like there's a little bit of, uh, there's something a little bit different, but, but the injuries more or less have kind of been the same. Maybe you get a guy back here or there. Um, and so like, I don't know for me, like, look, I mean, there's no question. Obviously I want them to win. Right. But at the same time, like I have to look mm-hmm. at this thing realistically where it's like, okay, like kind of how I, I viewed, you know, the Dallas game, like we, we kind of changed roles, right? Like you, you kind of gave, you kind of gave a, uh, your thought with your heart and, and I kind of kind of did it with my head and and, uh-huh. and and I just did like I just did not see it you know I was hoping that I was wrong but I just did not see it and and, and obviously like the opportunities were there you know to get it done but they just you know were, were mm-hmm. unable were unable to for you know I mean 24 points off turnovers I mean that'd do and, and you time. know what and think about that and just think about that as well um just think about that as well because um of the fact that even in that game and I know how you felt about it, but but you see from think about it from a fan standpoint, what you just said. The opportunities were there. They were there. They they were there. Fourth so quarter, it's saying. a game. So, yeah, no, nah, yeah, yeah, so absolutely. For, so for a fan to look at that and say, um, you know what, play better, guys. You're in this. Just get something done and be frustrated when it doesn't happen. I don't think that's unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think there, I think there's definitely a point to that. I mean, because obviously you invest, right? You invest so much in it, and, and that's why we love it, right? Um, so yeah, no, I, I definitely, I definitely think there, there's, there's, there's something to that. And, and I mean, it was there, it was right there for the taking and then it just kind of, just kind of slipped away. And, and that's kind of been, it's just been kind of one of those tough things just to deal with, you know, this season as the season has, 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 yeah. has, has, has transpired. It uh, all slipped away. Yeah. Niners, <laughs> Niners going to be in Arizona again. They're, third game in the last four weeks in Arizona this time they'll be the road team however taking on the Cardinals uh the Cardinals obviously um strange season for them they you know came into the field of jeans week one and and just kind of you know beat up on the Niners uh and, and that was kind of alerting the rest of the league like hey all the hype that you know people have been talking about perhaps it's real maybe right and, and it's kind of been a tell of two seasons for them uh, they had their bye at week eight, so prior to the bye, they 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 weren't five and two. But since the bye, they've lost four of seven. Although the last couple of weeks, they've been able to beat up on the NFC East. Now they got to take on this Niners team on a Saturday at home in a game that's very very important for them if they want to keep their playoff hopes alive. Uh, no Nick Mullins, as we mentioned earlier. Also, no Radio Raheem Mostert. He will be out for the rest of the season after you know reaggravating that high ankle sprain. Um, so tough to see, uh, tough to see him go down. Uh, now time for your keys, Ed, presented by Handy Sanitizer. Um, first, tell us a little bit about Handy. Uh, well, Handy Sanitizer is the best sanitizing spray on the market right now, and it's that time. You, you know, it's that Secret Santa. It's that um, you know that that elephant gift, whatever they called it. I don't know. I, the white I, elephant. I, I, yeah. The white elephant. That's what it See, is. You're, you're you know, too. You're too busy. You're too busy I, taking I, back pick sixes, man. You couldn't make it to these these uh these, I, I these Christmas I, parties, man. These, these I, yeah, holiday parties. I, I yeah. I don't do the Christmas. I don't do the Christmas parties, man. That's 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 how it is. So, but 
Handy has everything that you need to be the star of that show. The, the, it's a multi-use sanitizing spray. You can spray it on anything. You can put it on your steering wheel, doorknobs, or your cell phones, and, you know, and more importantly, your hands. And when you put it on your hands, it's not greasy or slimy or sticky like the competitors. Nice, refreshing smell. Strong, strong stuff. 75% alcohol. Way higher than the FDA uh, demands and asks for. But they have also in their formula something nice and smooth for your hands. It's a nice moisturizer so you don't get all cracked up like you've been um, building sandcastles at the beach the way Rashawn hands look. You don't have to worry about those things. They're not ashy and cracky because of the moisturizing spray in it. Uh, One ounce, two ounce, eight ounce size refillable bottles. Uh, which is great for the world. You don't have to throw away all that plastic, and it's great for your wallet because you can get that refill at a great price. So go to handysanitizer.co. That is handy, H-A-N-D-I-E, sanitizer.co, and give them the code ED, and you will get 10% off of your order. That is handysanitizer.co. Use the code ED for 10% off and give somebody something that they can actually use this Christmas handy. It feels good to be clean. ED's Keys presented by Handy Sanitizer. What do we got, ED? Uh, this is a simple one. Kyler Murray, I do believe, was the player of the week last week, right, for his four-touchdown performance and all of that stuff that he threw up there, right? Dude's was balling. Am, am I correct about that? He was balling, right? He's balling. And this is the game. This is a game in which they have to win to keep their hopes alive. And he was the catalyst to them having a hard time um, in the previous game. It's very important to not allow Kyler Murray to have another player of the week type performance if you're going to win this game. I think that is very important to make certain that uh, you have something in place. uh, And this right now, as Salah put something in place, that can you can move forward with. I've already said, this is training camp now. So you are in a position to start working on things that you believe can help you be successful next season. I'd like to see some of that in, in containing Kyler Murray. Yeah, Murray named the NFC Offensive Player of the Week, uh, also named a Pro Bowler this week as well. That has been ED's Keys presented by Handy Sanitizer. Make sure you visit handysanitizer.co. It feels good to be clean all right before we get out of here ed we got one twitter question from our man at jcc 49ers with a z if you can give the 49ers one gift this year what would that be uh wow i I gotta hear yours first or is this a question for me i would uh no i'll go first i'll let you think about it i will give them if i could i don't even know if this is possible can you give this as a gift i'm I'm gonna give it anyway i'm gonna give them health in 2021 health just good health in 2021 obviously you get you get away from all the injuries and everything you have good health going forward you have confidence already in your coach and your your gm with a healthy squad you know let the chips fall where they may that would be that would be my gift okay health health okay um if i could give the 49ers one thing this christmas it would probably be um, a time machine. Can, do I have to be realistic about it? No, nah, I don't know that I was. So go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I could give them I could give them a time machine and and let them have that '94 squad back. All of all of all of that '94 squad in its prime, mm. and take your chances with that. Mm. That's nasty. I'm just saying. That's nasty. I mean, if I if I could give them something, I mean, since I don't have to be realistic about it, I'll take it. Sign me up. Shoot. <laughs> let, let me let me watch some let me watch some of those games <laughs> and, and and host the Believe in Forty ers podcast back in '94. What the hell is a podcast? Anyways, you you be hosting and taking back pick sixes, Ed. You you be you be best of both worlds. Hey man, I do what I can. Hey, do I, what I can. I will take it. Yo, my man. Uh, appreciate you. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Also, all of our listeners. Uh, appreciate all of you guys. Wish you a very happy, healthy, prosperous holiday season. Thanks for tuning in with us uh, as you've done all season long. Niners taking on the Cardinals on Saturday. And this is going to be a digital game only. So you can only see it on Amazon Prime. It'll be a 1.30 p.m. kickoff. And you can only see it on Amazon Prime. So not going to be on any TV. No Fox, no, no nothing. No NFL Network, no nothing. Amazon Prime only. So make make sure you figure out a way to, to be able to tune in for that. Um, and if you got any ideas, holla at your boy. <laughs> but make sure you check that out. And uh, you guys be safe. Enjoy your family. Enjoy this time uh, with one another. Definitely. We appreciate you all for, uh, for your constant support. Uh, make sure you continue to sub- subscribe, download, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find podcasts. And uh, feel free to get involved in the conversation. I'm at rhaylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I am at WatchRayRay. He is at underscore bump and run. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. For my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. Y'all be safe, and we'll see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.